Have you ever found yourself thinking, I know I was created for more, but you feel stuck or unsure of what that actually looks like? The reason that you have this deep longing is because you are created for more. Hi, I'm Katie Hammond, owner and founder of Radiant Woman, and if you have had these thoughts, you are not alone. When God gave me Radiant Woman, he first spoke the word radiate, which means to emit energy, especially light, through waves. And the word waves means to cause a disturbance through the transfer of that energy. The reason that you dream about a more fulfilling life personally and professionally is because you are created to have a very fulfilling life. You were created to cause a disturbance to this world by bringing the light of his kingdom to earth. And the way that you do that is by stepping into a purpose that only you can fulfill. And God has put that specific calling over your life for a reason. I am here to help you discover that purpose and to use it to create the life that you dream about. So every week, I will be bringing you inspired stories, real-life tools, and encouragement to help you discover what God has put you on this planet to do. I pray that through these episodes, you will begin to uncover the divine radiance and beauty that you carry as your own radiant woman. So get ready to start making your waves and welcome to Becoming a Radiant Woman. Hello, hello, beautiful ladies. All right, so today we are going to be talking about serving your audience as opposed to selling to them. And let me be honest, when I first heard this concept, I always struggled with the idea of serving. And I think because growing up, in the church, and this is just me personally, I don't know if any of you feel this way, but growing up in the church, I always paired serving with manual work, doing some sort of manual work. And I don't mind manual labor. I don't mind, you know, working in a soup kitchen, building things, um, helping people move. I, I can do that. And I can appreciate the uh, like the feeling that comes out of, wow, I just served somebody and it feels really good. But it wasn't until I had a friend later on in my life, uh, actually just only a couple years ago, where she was like, you know, I, I, I can do that stuff, but that is not how I serve people. And I was like, well, what do you mean by that? And she was like, I would much rather sit with somebody and listen to them and get to know them and help them to feel emotionally seen and connected than going and helping somebody move. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is me. That is totally me. (laughs) And I say that because, first of all, maybe some of you need the permission to know that it is okay for your service to look different. I mean, my spiritual gifts, one of my spiritual gifts is mercy. And that gift in and of itself is the ability to sit with people and hold a space with people when they are going through really big things like loss, like death or grieving. Like that has always been very easy for me to sit with people and just hold the space of hard things with them, like emotionally. I am, I've always been that person that can sit and just listen 
to people. So if you need somebody that needs that serves you in that way, I'm your girl. But when it comes to like helping somebody move or like building something, I mean, I, that's just not my thing. I'm just saying it. I'm calling it out. So if any of you need that permission, there you go. You have that permission that your service can look different. But let's talk about serving your audience, how it looks in like the business realm or how it looks when you are creating a business. And so many times, especially I work with a lot of women who have come from maybe like the network marketing space or social selling, which, by the way, is an amazing way to make some extra income. Like if you've never checked it out, you definitely should. I know it gets kind of poo-pooed on, but man, that is one of the easiest ways to make extra money with minimal effort. You still have to you still have to work the business, but that's a little caveat. <laughs> but so many of the people that I have worked with, clients, just friends, when we talk about selling a product or selling a service, a lot of times we tap into this place of, okay, I've got to present what I have to somebody right away. And you, even if you have not been personal, like in the network marketing space, you probably have gotten those messages from somebody that you haven't heard from since college, and they're sending you the message of like, hey, how are you? By the way, I started a new business and I'd love to share it with you. And it feels really sticky, right? It feels like you don't care about me. We haven't talked in 10 years and the only reason you're reaching out is because you wanna sell me something, right? I mean, I'll be honest, I have sent those messages and if you are listening to this and you've gotten one of those messages from me, let me just say, I am so sorry. <laughs> but let's talk about the flip side because when you can approach your business and building a business, whether it's your own brand, whether it's network marketing, whether it's representing another company, when you can come at it from this place of service, it changes how people are buying from you. Okay, so first of all, number like I'm gonna give you just a couple tips here. Number one, when you first meet somebody who is your target audience, your target client, it's somebody that you want to be working with, think of it as a first date. You don't just hop into their DMs and you're like, hey, by the way, I've got something I'd like to show you. Like, you don't go on a date and be like, hey, you look pretty cute. Want to get married and have five kids? Like, no, you got to go on the, the date, have the awkwardness of like, so tell me what you like to do for fun. And, and then you get to the point where you're like, okay, like, what's your favorite food? What's your favorite movie? Like, What's your favorite color? I don't know. You're going through all of the surface level questions that actually are creating a relationship and creating a bond that takes you deeper. So when you're meeting somebody online, especially in the social media space, think of it as how can you get to know them for who they are as a person and really like take the business offer off the table. Don't even think about your service or your product right off the bat because you're really just trying to get to know them. Because people are more willing, I don't know about you, but I am more willing to talk to somebody and get to know somebody if I know that they don't have an ulterior motive, right? 
And then number two, as you get to know them better, ask, how can I serve you or how can I support you? Like if you notice that they are building their own business or if you notice that they're talking about one specific topic or they're speaking to a specific niche or target audience, ask them, how can I serve you? How can I support you? Maybe it's sharing some of their content. Maybe they have uh, like a program launch that they're doing and you can share that on your social media to share it with your audience. Or maybe you have a friend who, you know, you meet somebody online and they're talking about anxiety or how to like naturally heal from anxiety or help with anxiety and you have a friend or you know somebody who is dealing with anxiety crippling anxiety you can share this person's information with your friend like you can find ways to serve that person and support what they are doing which also helps you feel seen which helps them feel appreciated and important and really once again, I don't know about you, but for me, like if somebody does that for me, I'm like, ooh, man, somebody's noticing my work and that feels really good. And then number three, act out of love. Like look for opportunities where you can share share your product or the service that you offer, but come at it from a place of, I care about you. And this, let me say this step typically does not happen within the first week of meeting somebody. I mean, maybe if all of the cards are right, it seems like everything's, you know, moving groove and everything seems great, go for it. But typically, I would say nine times out of 10, this does not come within the first week of talking back and forth, okay? Like you have to be able to invest time and effort into this. But when the opportunity does arise where you know, you have been serving them, you've been supporting them, you've been sharing their content. And then maybe they turn around and they're like, well, how can I serve and support you? Looking for a chance where you not only get to share your product or service, but you can come at it from a place of love. And like, this is me and I care, I still care about you. I love what you're doing. But this is also what I have. It once again changes everything. And I wanted to share, so this is, everybody knows this verse. Most people know this verse. This is from 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 5. It's usually read at weddings, <laughs> but it says, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. And it is not proud. It does not dishonor others. And it is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered and it keeps no record of wrongs. What I love about this verse as it ties to serving your audience is that first of all, love is patient. It's that first date, right? You're taking the time, you're getting to know them, right? Because if this is somebody that you wanna work with, ultimately you want to take the time to get to know them. You want to take the time for them to really feel like you are somebody that they can confide in, somebody that they want to work with as well. So be patient. And then love is kind. That is the serving and supporting each other, asking how you can serve them, how you can support them. That is the kindness that comes out of just loving somebody. And then once again, even along those same lines, love is not proud. You're not coming from this place of, 
well, my product can do this. You know, like you're coming from this place of how can I serve you? How can I support you? And then it does not dishonor. It's not self-seeking, right? You are acting out of love. And even when you get to that place where you can present your service or your product, you get to act out of this place of, I am coming at it from a place of honor. I am not dishonoring you. I am not coming from this place of my own pride, my own self-seekingness. I'm coming from this place of, I care about you and I would love to work with you, right? And then the very last step, number four, build them up and adore them. Like appreciate the work that they are doing. Really like speak into their their business, into their life, like speak life over them because people feel much more drawn to those who make them feel valuable. It's like I said, like if you're sharing their content, if you're supporting them, they're going to naturally feel more drawn to you because it's like, wow, this person sees the work that I'm doing. If you're verbally telling them, hey, you did an amazing job with that last launch, like you are totally killing it in your business. If you are adoring them and admiring the work that they are doing, that also feel makes somebody feel more valuable and more willing, quite honestly, to work with you. And so John 15, 12, 13 says, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. And it just goes back to when you are serving your audience, you are getting to know somebody, you are laying down your life for a friend, like somebody that you are getting to know in a way. And I'm not talking like BFF, like maybe they're not your BFF, like not everybody's your friend, right? But you get to serve from this place of friendship and love, which ultimately changes how your business flourishes because of the relationships that you are creating. So with that being said, I always say this, make sure that you are not only surrounding yourself with people that you want to work with, but also surrounding yourself around women who are doing the same thing that you are doing. Because I say this all the time, the conversation changes when you are around people who are doing the same thing that you are doing. And I cannot tell you the relationships, the um just the growth that I personally have had just simply by being around other entrepreneur women, Christ-filled women, it changes how you show up in your business. So if you feel like you need some extra support in this area, you want to learn how to be able to serve your audience better, come join our Radiant Radiant Woman Society, the monthly membership program, because literally for the price of a Netflix subscription, you can be developing that community. You can be creating relationships where you can get your content in front of other audiences because we strive in this environment of serving each other, not just serving your audience, but serving each other. Entrepreneurship doesn't have to be lonely. And if you feel like you're alone in your business, come get in community because we love getting to love on each other. So, I hope you have a great week and I will see you next week for the next episode of Becoming a Radiant Woman. 
Thank you for joining me for today's podcast. If you would like to continue getting free content throughout the week, head over to your favorite social media platform, hit the follow button, and then send me a hello message. I love getting to hear from each and every one of you. You can also head over to radiantwoman.co to sign up for our email list to make sure that you are the first to know about upcoming events and group coaching opportunities. If you would like to work with me one-on-one, you can apply on my website or email me at katie.t.hammond at gmail.com. I hope you have a wonderful week and I look forward to seeing you next time.